0: Hey, good morning. It is Wednesday, October 27th. A very happy National Civics Day to you, Kelly Collis.
1: Oh, thank you very much. What am I supposed to be doing to be civic? Should I, like, register to vote or something?
0: Well, I hope you've done that already. You're shmorty something years old, so hope that's happened.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Renew it? I don't know.
0: <laughs> yeah, go back in. back. Like, I just want to make sure it sticks. Are we, are we all good? So, um, October 27th. <laughs> Seventeen eighty seven is when um, you know, your buddy Alexander Hamilton and friends uh published the Federalist papers, laying out the framework for the constitution, telling uh, us how to be good citizens and such.
1: Okay, so it's it's more of a sort of a remembrance of that day. Yeah, and also like, like, an like actually day.
0: participating and like being involved in it is, is helpful too. So hey, okay. if you're in Virginia, go vote. Perfect civic engagement, go be civic. <laughs>
1: yes you got a big responsibility over there everyone's watching
0: truly i mean my goodness we're all just over here being like what are they doing over there in the commonwealth (laughs) i don't know it's definitely gonna affect all of us but nothing we can do about it so uh go vote yeah it's on you because if you don't vote you can't complain i've always said that
1: you do a lot of complaining
0: i vote (laughs) (laughs) as many times as possible and even i live in dc so like you know i'm only voting for so many things but for now so there you go just want to put that out there be civic go vote and go get them i'm gonna let you transition from a democracy into orange juice kelly go ahead
1: Uh, okay (laughs) uh (laughs) Yeah, aren't you missing something? That's fine. Um all <laughs> oh, right, the start of the show. Oh my goodness.
0: Hi, from Broadcasting around the Beltway and beyond, it's Tommy and Kelly made in DC on the real fun DC channel and on demand anytime, anywhere you get your podcasts. I'm sorry I put it in the wrong part of the thing and I made it the thing and I was like why isn't Kelly talking about orange juice and teeth brushing and you're like why aren't you hitting the show open dummy so there we are. There yep, we go. there we
1: go. If I had control of the button, I would have pressed the button, but that I button you, I do not have.
0: <laughs> I wish you would have, Kelly. Kelly's got all the buttons except for that. basically that button is the button I'm in charge <laughs> yes. of, and I can't even do that one thing right. So there you go.
1: Um, okay. Uh, so, yes, we can talk about orange juice. So this is really cool. I saw this trending, and um, it is a big discussion we have in our household. When you brush your teeth in the morning, and then you come down for breakfast, and you want to have a glass of orange juice and maybe a waffle or some eggs, And you can't because the taste of OJ is just taste disgusting after like a regular brushing, right?
0: Uh, It's one of those chemical reactions that are similar to what asparagus does. I don't understand how it happens. (laughs) I just know that there's a cause and effect to it.
1: Okay. Anyhow, thank goodness (laughs) Tropicana has finally decided to get involved. So apparently they're making, and I don't know if it's a gimmick or it's what, but a limited release of toothpaste. That doesn't make your orange juice taste terrible. It comes out on Monday. It's on their Instagram. I don't know if it's orange flavored or what magical things are in it. Uh, But yeah, there you go.
0: I'd like to know if 9 out of 10 dentists approve the Tropicana toothpaste.
1: (laughs) I I, I don't know. And I don't understand why it's like limited quantity. You see this with brands all the time when they come up with like special flavored things. Mm -hmm. And it's really just a PR gimmick. But you know what? We're talking about it.
0: Yeah, I did. Does anybody say in the article, Kelly? Because you breezed it more than I did about like why that happens, how no. that happens.
1: No, it was more that that Tropicana posted. It. it was more like this is happening. Got it. They didn't. There was no scientists that were on um, talking about the chemical reaction.
0: Well, I appreciate Tropicana getting into the toothpaste business, if nothing else, but for a blatant PR scent, you got us, Tropicana. Well done,
1: for sure. For sure. Also, totally shifting gears and talking about a little bit closer to home. Um, there is a female coyote that lives in Rock Creek Park. And this is really cool because I didn't even know this existed. She's been spotted many times, but there's a whole um, effort with the Smithsonian and George Mason University to capture images of wildlife. And it's like a, it's a camera database that you can upload these photos and they analyze and, you know, kind of share with the conservation community oh, cool. of what people are seeing. So this is how she was spotted. It's a beautiful photo, by the way. Um, thanks to, um, Pop Phil for, for posting it. And, um, apparently she's doing well. She's, um, reportedly been there since 2016 and she, and coyotes do well in these kind of semi urban environments. Mm. They help a lot with, um, the ecosystem of the smaller species, making sure that those don't get too um, out of control.
0: Sounds like she's got her work cut out for her. <laughs> yes, yeah, she does. um but like it, they, they be like rats or squirrels? I guess everything, right?
1: Yeah, everything. I, I think it even could be like, you know, baby foxes or rabbits, those types of things. Yeah. Maybe little Havanese dogs like Careful mine. That, yeah, seriously. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um but she is beautiful and I just think that's so cool that they have this um this database that you can upload. So if you're ever walking through Rock Creek Park, you know, snap a photo of something you think might be a little unusual.
0: Also like one of them there's got to be more at some point theoretically. Yeah,
1: and I don't know how they know that she's a female and if it that it's the same one. Mm-hmm. Um but you know, good for her.
0: Rock Creek Park is such a treasure too. Like it's so It makes you, like, so in awe of, like, what all the things that could be living in Rock Creek because it's so vast. And it's also kind of terrifying about all the things that could be living in Rock (laughs) Creek because it's so vast (laughs) and so dark and so middle of the night. 1,000%. As you're talking about spooky things that are going on. Right, right. Hey. Also, in a few minutes, we got, like, a little Halloween guide, a couple things that are going on this weekend you should be ready for if you're listening to this um, on the 27th or before Halloween. If you caught this after Halloween, well, you missed out. You should listen to the show every day.
1: (laughs) For sure.
0: But let's get into our teacher tour. So we've been going all around Northern Virginia, surprising, awesome teachers who are just making a difference and who are so selfless and so caring with the Virginia Lottery teacher tour, doing the Georgetown Cupcakes, doing the Scratchers. And when Kelly, you set this up at Willow Spring, you you had like quite the complex surprise on surprise on surprise.
1: Yeah, because um, we, a a teacher, so this year we're we're really focusing on individual teachers, although we were surprising all the teachers. But so we're doing this nomination process and we got this great teacher. She was nominated and we were going to surprise her and she's just everything and beloved by the students and the faculty and the staff and everything. But then the teacher that nominated that teacher also got a nomination. So um, for being awesome and selfless and all these things. And she didn't know that we were also gonna honor her as well. And it was just, it had all the feels.
0: We heard all about Hillary and how awesome she is. I mean, you guys know how awesome Hillary is, right? (laughs) Hillary is our very first honoree on our teacher tour this year. So Kelly Collis and I have a podcast and we've been for the last 10 years Going all around Northern Virginia, thanking teachers and administrators and school staff for being awesome. It's called our teacher tour. We just want to say thank you for all you do on behalf of us and the Virginia Lottery and Christine, who thinks you're amazing, and your other your your other yeah. coworkers think you're amazing.
1: We have we have one more little surprise. Is Miss Mott here? So Miss Mott heard about the teacher tour and she's like, you know, there's another teacher I want to nominate. That's pretty awesome too. And she nominated somebody else. And of course, that was you. (laughs) They
0: take care of the kids. They take
1: care of the teachers. They're just looking out for everybody except themselves.
0: (laughs) Thank you for letting us come in and, and be the first stop on our teacher tour this year. You two are amazing. Three are amazing. And everyone please grab some Virginia lottery swag. And the scratchers. We've also got scratchers. Come on up, come on up. Grab your Kelly Collis with the not often seen reverse double surprise back. Nice work.
1: <laughs> that was fun that was a lot of fun and i also just it's so great to, um because last year it was so different right we had like mm-hmm. long like microphone arms so we could talk to them and and capture them on video and here we get to see hugging and i mean even though we're all masked, that's but it's like we're able to be together which totally. just felt so great
0: and some of the schools we can go into with the whole staff some are still like mm-hmm. hey just let's do a couple people Let's do outside, let's do inside. And we're being very flexible too. So no matter how, um, we want to surprise these teachers and we want to give them a great experience regardless of how it has to happen. We're being very flexible with it all. For sure. (coughs) Excuse me. I'm so sorry. I just sneezed. I'm a mess today. I was holding (laughs) that off to the end of the teacher segment. So there we go. Whew. My goodness, realfunday. dot com slash teachers. If you'd like to learn more about our teacher tour, thank you. I appreciate the blessings, Kelly. <laughs> goodness knows I could use them.
1: Um, so, Tommy, do you have your Halloween costume ready?
0: I have not. I think I'm just like going to skip this year. I don't even know what to do about it. And by that, mm-hmm. I mean normally you plan it, and I'm I'm just I'm good. <laughs>
1: yeah, but my I I yeah. OK, we we had a little miscommunication on that because you told me that you didn't want to do Halloween and you're excited not to do Halloween. And so I went ahead and got my costume. But it's a good thing because my costume, I think, is not going to arrive in time. I check it every day.
0: Oh, you know what? That's what happened with mine, too. Mm-hmm. I, but I was thinking. Uh, yeah, I was going to go ahead and be uh, Squid Game and I yeah. it didn't get here in time.
1: But I was thinking that I, we could do a homemade one for you. Ooh. you you haven't seen Squid Game, though.
0: I may just, like, grab a ladle and be like, look, I'm a chef. (laughs) Ha-ha. Happy Halloween. Okay. Just saying is all. Speaking of, no matter how you want to celebrate, uh, we wanted to highlight some really cool couple things. So um, Canal Park in D.C. in the Capitol Riverfront, where they have ice skating often, maybe you've walked past it, um, going to a Nats game, maybe you've had a meeting at the Department of Treasury. Who knows why you're down there? But that's the park that goes on right in the middle of uh, the Navy Yard neighborhood. They are bringing the pumpkin patch to the middle of the city, which I think is very um, convenient and very kind of them. So that's happening uh, on Saturday from 11 to 2. They're going to have that whole middle block. They're going to have, like, music. And you can go and get um, your pumpkin expertly decorated for an extra charge if you'd like. Or you can – Oh, my God.
1: It's so hipster fabulous. Totally. There's (laughs)
0: also going to be, you know, uh, sips of, like, all kinds of seasonal drinks and all of those things. Mm -hmm. So you can just go ahead and go to the downtown urban pumpkin patch if you'd like.
1: <laughs> I love that.
0: Also, um, I love when like, institutional things kind of get in on the act in a way that's unexpected. So the Hirshhorn Museum and also the Sculpture Garden is doing a Halloween on Saturday with pets and uh, a pet fashion show a pet costume contest. If you register in advance, be like I'm bringing my pet in the costume, you should know about this. So that's kind of interesting. The Hirshhorn, I mean, maybe your dog should be dressed like artsy fashionable for the costume. <laughs> but I thought that, that was kind of cool.
1: That is, that is cool. And you know what? It's just so much fun seeing your pet in, in costume. Which mm-hmm. is, it's a fun thing to do.
0: And then our pals at national landing also on Saturday are doing a pumpkin spice latte competition. So they've got some really great uh, local coffee shops with Commonwealth Joe, with The Freshman, and with Origin Coffee Lab and Kitchen. And so in uh, the Highland Parks, which is at 1600 uh, South Hayes, they're going to be doing this like ongoing competition for an hour and a half where you get to go and sample all the pumpkin spice because they are different, the different tastes of pumpkin spice.
1: Yeah, I don't like pumpkin spice, but I do wonder like what makes a good pumpkin spice. And I feel like that's... People have a range of opinions on that.
0: Right. You wonder, like, maybe I haven't had a good one yet. Perhaps. So if you go there, Kelly, and you try all three of the pumpkin spice offerings and you still don't like pumpkin spice, then, it's, then you probably just don't like pumpkin spice. Right. Okay. That's a good point. But I would hate to have you live in a world in which you just haven't had a good one.
1: <laughs> okay but then i feel like if i get hooked on the pum- pumpkin spice and then then i can't have pumpkin spice after whatever it is when christmas comes i'm supposed to have like peppermint spice or whatever <laughs> just one more thing to yearn for
0: it's something to look forward to kelly you like it, okay. it, it's how you can live longer because every year you're like i just need to make it a pumpkin spice season <laughs> so therefore you can live a little bit longer every single year Okay. Although I will tell you on a completely unrelated topic, I was in Shaw at at Electric Kool Aid, um, which I had not been to until recently. It's this like outdoor, basically everything is frozen drinks beach bar in the middle of Shaw. They have a pumpkin spice bourbon (laughs) slushy. Oh my goodness! (laughs) I was not a believer that I liked pumpkin spice. And then I went to electric Kool Aid, and I was like, <laughs> "Pretty sure I like pumpkin spice." So with
1: bur- with bourbon,
0: yeah, it was it was very like autumnally, harvesty, delicious. <laughs> it was wonderful.
1: Yeah, that, that sounds good. How many did you have?
0: Only one. I was just sampling, okay. and it was one of those like it was like one of the freak like eighty degree October days, which is totally normal. And so I had this like cold pumpkin spice bourbon thing at a beach bar outside in October, but it was eighty. We got hats on. It was very strange, but it was <laughs> it was a full sensory experience at uh, Electric Kool Aid, which I just recommend. It goes until like Halloween, like uh, almost Thanksgiving-ish. Actually, um, they're gonna try Ooh. to they're gonna try to keep it happening, but I know I'm late to the party on Electric Kool Aid. Whoo! Give it a whirl. They've also got add gazes, it to the list. and they've got margaritas. And I'm just, you know, for, for research, I was checking them out. Response: I don't
1: trust frozen drinks. that They put the proper amount of alcohol in them. So
0: I don't either. And I was chatting about this. So I was like, listen, like, what's the situation here? And they're like, no, it's all like real name, top shelf stuff that they put in there. And I okay. was like, let me see. And they took it back to like the shed bar where everything <laughs> gets made. And I was like, oh, these are, there is not like crap alcohol back here. It's like good okay. alcohol. So. All right. I know, I Kelly, I hear you. I was <laughs> like I've those
1: Froze machines. I'm like, mm.
0: yeah, yeah. I've had an accidental mm-hmm. situation at a at a place that purveys Froze as well, but no, this is quality <laughs> stuff. So okay,
1: I like it. <laughs> Thanks Thought for the endorsement. Totally.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we went from a doggy costume contest at the Hirschhorn to drinking good bourbon <laughs> in a slushy. Welcome that's what we do around here uh there was a little bit of imbibing last night too that went on you might be surprised to hear at the annual 17th street high heel races so i was out there for it um and i just wanted to bring you some of the sights and sounds kelly we talked about it yesterday there were more than 400 drag queens lined up oh my goodness and they sprinted a block and a half um down 17th street what was what? I, what I didn't know um, until getting ready for this year was the history of it. Do you know the history of the high heel races? No. So like 30-something years ago, um, it became just a like 25 drag queens sprinted from JR's on 17th up to Annie's, upstairs in Annie's, took a shot of schnapps, which is the perfect alcohol. Like what other alcohol would you have in a high heel race? Back down the steps, back to JR's, and the winner got... A bottle of champagne.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's a lot of work for a bottle of champagne.
0: And so it went on this way for a couple of years. And the guy who originally was the organizer did it for like 25 years. And then the 17th Street Main Street took it over. And then eventually the mayor's office took it over. But for the first like 25 years, it was this big community thing. It would happen like at the stroke of midnight. And they moved it to the Tuesday before Halloween because the crowds were so massive. There have been like Uh, 100,000 people who have come out to this thing like one year. It's just that's crazy. Insanity. Um, and also, yesterday, as they were getting ready on 17th Street, I don't think a single car was towed anywhere else in the city because there was like two dozen tow trucks cleaning out 17th Street <laughs> right around 4 p.m. I'm like, there's there's no way anything's getting towed elsewhere anywhere in the district because it was it was a it was a it was a precision operation that cl- they had the street cleaned in like 15 minutes. It was unbelievable. That's impressive um but so the race kicked off at nine o'clock and i just want to give you i was at the start line i didn't get run over i was a little afraid of the drag queen stampede but i survived here we go (laughs) they were off and so the it's like any 5k or any charity run that we've done kelly you've got like the sprinters in the beginning who are like i'm gonna get a great time then you got people who are just going to like walk it for the cause, and then the folks in the back were are like, "Well, there was more strutting on this 5K and this run than most 5Ks, but there was a lot wait, of wait." It was like, a 5K? No, it was a it was a block oh, and a half. Okay, um, like down. Just...
1: Well, also you people have like very or- ornate um, costumes on as well, mm-hmm. so I can imagine those would be difficult. I mean, never, never mind the heels, right? Like totally. <laughs> that's just one, but
0: <laughs> totally. And
1: then they have masks and all sorts of other things that could impede in their running.
0: Yes. And I was up at the start line, um, and my photographer, uh, Beth Brown from NBC4, was down at the finish line, and um, we caught up with the winner. And I know how much you love, like, an Olympic story, like the trials and the tribulations (laughs) and the training. And maybe, you know, you fall short of the podium one year, and then you train, and you care, and you persist. And that's precisely what happened this year. I started <laughs> ran my first race four years ago and one inch heels. <laughs> Terrible. Hey okay, on the news, and now we're back. Four years later. Did you train for that? Look at that. There you go. So if you don't succeed the first time, train for four years and you too can win the high heel races.
1: <laughs> Wait, what's the booty? What's the prize?
0: Oh I don't know. was <laughs> like well Kelly, I'm not sure you can ask that question. <laughs> <laughs> <I> actually, <laughs> You know what? I don't know. Is it bragging rights? <laughs> I think it might be. I think ever since the mayor's office took it over, they can't be like giving out cash prizes. Yeah, um, that's true. But originally it was champagne. It had really just become this like for bragging rights situation.
1: Right. It looks like uh, he got a medal.
0: Yes. Yeah. They were handing out medals. Mm-hmm. That was happening. Um. But I don't yeah. think there's like a, a cash prize or anything for it. There mm-hmm. really should be. All that work that goes yeah. into it. I know. Right. A, like a Joanne Fabric gift card or something. My goodness. <laughs> Which I learned from uh, the ladies last night. That's one of the uh, premium providers of materials with which to make clothes. So there you go. Those are things that I learned.
1: Very good. What a also, cultural experience for you.
0: Um, I don't have I don't have the clip of it, but I I will tell you I'll paint the picture for you. There was um several um more mature drag performers who were out there, and they've been going since 1997. Or what you hoped for. <laughs> <laughs> so words to live by. <laughs> okay.
1: Sounds like a, a fun night. I, it's on my list of things to do in D.C.
0: Well, well come on, Kelly. We'll go next year. And, um, you know, if real fun D.C. wasn't our tagline, I think it's never what you hoped for. Probably could have been it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Sounds like she's seen a lot.
0: (laughs) Catch up with any of our past episodes, please. And thank you anywhere you get your podcast. My goodness, there's hours and hours and hours for you to check out and enjoy. Also, like, share, subscribe, five stars, good review. Even if, gosh darn it, you feel like we didn't deserve it.
1: We'll see you next time.